listeners, welcome back to the latest episode of the Out of Fast podcast. I'm special guest Dio, and I'm here with your regulars, Nancy, Jay, and Angelo. Before we get started, yay! Wow, she introduced us all for us so that we couldn't even mess up each other's names. I know! We don't even have a joke. (laughs) The joke is dead, thank God. (laughs) I've killed it, I've ended the joke. Thank you, now we'll have to do a new name. (laughs) Before we get started, there are a handful of little tidbits of news and announcements. A reminder to check out the Odafest Pocket Rainbow Cardboard Gundam Cosplay Build-Along, which is going to be our first live event of the year! Yay! Finally! Yay! Um, It's going to be in support of Calgary Pride and the Alberta Culture Days, so join us for an afternoon of fun as we fashion together giant robot cosplays out of nothing but cardboard, hot glue, duct tape, and hopes and dreams. This event is by donation, and a donation box will be available at the door, but otherwise it's free to attend. Masks and other social distancing measures will be enforced, so for additional details, please check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash Odafest, click on the event section, and hopefully we'll see you this Saturday. Oh yeah! Awesome! Yay! I think Dio's been the best read for that so far. I had an yeah, opportunity probably. to like practice. Both, I remember yes. explicitly that me and Jay tripped over our tongues multiple times for that. This is very true. It's a uh, the 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 streamer privilege. It gives me like she good at read. It gives me a bonus like ten percent accuracy read. at reading things. Top <laughs> top read. <laughs> I mean, I read chat three days three days a week. And uh, I have to learn how to, like, I- I'm going to, like, end up being cross-eyed because I'm, like, looking at one monitor, which is chat, and the other monitor, which is whatever game I'm playing. Like, I don't know how this I do this. This is what you this. should do. You should, like, superimpose at, like, 15% transparency the chat over your game screen. Uh, Wait, that's actually genius. I mean, Cursed, it's doable but genius. if you put it in a corner... But, like, if you had it just over the whole screen... Do it that over the whole awful. screen. <laughs> I love it. That sounds so cursed. I, but I'm actually, yeah, I don't know. It's It'd probably be a little bit more helpful than having to sort of look over all the time. But yeah. I'm sure there's sort of similar solutions that people have tried. Yeah, there probably are out there. Like, people have probably tried something or other. Well, the way, the way we stream is we have like the actual Twitch, uh, the dashboard running. So we see ah. what the, the stream is seeing and, and we have like the Twitch chat right next to it. So I can more or less play the game from that view instead of the actual game window, except for when Bayfar's giant head blocks the text and I can't read it. <laughs> Pro tip, if you have the dashboard open while you're streaming, it adds one to your viewer count. Huh. Okay, huh, good smart. <laughs> Free cloud. Let's go. Free you bought view. yourself. Nice. I mean, we do. We kind of have to make sure that our green screen's not acting up because it's exactly. really funny when we cast shadows accidentally on it by like raising our arms or something, and all of a sudden this green screen just pops out of nowhere. Oh my god! That's and you're just wonderful. like, oh god, uh, that's there. Sorry to yeah. break your uh, illusion. <laughs> Yeah, the illusion of us not being in Bayfar's bedroom, sure. As if they didn't know. As if anyone who had never seen our stream didn't know. I mean, like, I gotta say that for the most part, like, of the streams that I watch, at least 60% of them seem to come from a bedroom versus any other type of room, like an office, dining room. room, anything kind of that, like... 
Very Same. often, it seems like there is a bed in the in the corner. In the view, of yeah. The, of the frame, yeah. Totally. Well, we, we raided Dio the other night, and the first thing I said was, damn, check out that depth of field. And Bayfork goes, yeah, of course. She's running an actual DSLR. And I'm like, oh, that explains it. Yeah, so much I, uh, better than our little I webcam am, that we're using. I am large brain. I use my uh, one year for Christmas. Angelo got me a capture card, and I've got mm-hmm. way more mileage using it as a camera link than I have for actually playing video games. That's hilarious, and uh, also definitely works, very big brain. Yeah, yeah, it works fantastically because it means like I get this nice DSLR camera with these nice, I have a nice nifty film, fill, 55 millimeter lens on it. It ends mm. up looking great. Yeah, it's perfect. 55 mil. Mm. Mwah, I, I, I highly recommend. My photographer and then I have brain my, uh... immediately picked it out and I was like, yes, that's gorgeous. <laughs> yes. And you see, and then I have my, um, I have my uh, webcam, like my regular webcam on mm-hmm. a camera, like a tripod. Um, but one that can go horizontal, so then it leans over my desk, so you can see my hands and stuff when I'm doing stuff. Oh, that's smart. I that's wonder smart. how standardized stream setups have become. Uh, I feel like they're not standardized at all. Yeah, I think everyone's like, is oh, a little very... different. I feel like the more and, time and... goes by, the more yeah. variability is added. I will, I want to I want to clarify really quick that I do mean like gamer setups cuz like I've seen ones for like um all sorts of creative crafting um like I've seen carpentry and like a whole bunch of other different types of like streaming but specifically for video gaming like you don't think there's like a standard sort of people have usually will have two mo- like two or three monitors oh will have like a certain if you want to go at that setup, point lighting like, setup and the, a certain the meme kind of setup is setup. going to be oh get get the blue yeti get the uh, logitech 920 uh uh don't use mechanical keyboards because they sound too loud no that's uh, the no. you're wrong use mechanical keyboards specifically because they'll drown yes. out everything else yeah, that would be the stereotypical gamer stream setup. Uh, oh no, no, no. Right. I can get I can get real specific with this. The specific gamer setup is you have a oh, stream deck. Th- th- uh, yeah, you have a stream deck, but you have yeah. you specifically if you aren't using a DSLR, you are using the Logitech C920 HD. You, mm-hmm. That's the specific yeah. webcam you're using. You have yeah. it mounted on a monitor at a three-quarter angle. You have at least two monitors. One of them is 144 hertz, and it's probably um, the BenQ one or the Zowie one. Um, you you have a standard generic um, full-size ke- mechanical keyboard. You have a Logitech right. G Pro, and you have two lights. Wow, right. I just that was like a mental checklist that I just went through, and I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Not sure about that one, but yep, yep, yep. Yep, every LED, every gamer, it, it just LED comes down to that. Somewhere in the background. Yep. Now LED uh, strips with tissue paper over it. Oh yeah. yes, the yeah. hundreds of cans of uh, empty Coke cans strewn about your desk and on your floor. Okay, not Listen, that. I didn't need to call uh, out. Okay. A pot of moldy <laughs> mac and cheese sitting in the corner of the no, room. I, no, I that brings that, uh, that uh, brought that brought uh, back like such a terrible memory of PC watching that. PC isn't stream. even in a case. It's just sitting as a pile of parts on the floor. Yes. 
Oh, boy. I'm not even talking. I'm not talking about Dio at all for this. I'm talking about XQC. Yeah, <laughs> that brought back some terrible memories of when XQC people would be like, "XQC, what's your setup?" And he would take his webcam the off. The pot in the corner and of the room is actually content that's just brewing. It's it's uh, horror. His his room. Yeah, it's long term. It's long term. Was just so special because like his backdrop of his room, all you can see from his camera is like his his bed. But what it is is it's just a mattress on the floor. But he uses it to dampen noise by flipping it up against the wall so it's just like a mattress with a sheet on it flipped up against the wall the christmas tree that he hasn't taken down for like two years and then you just see like the blank carpet and it looks like his room is super empty but then he takes his his he moves his webcam and you see that there's a pile of coke cans on his desk there's a pile of overflowing coke cans and takeout containers on the floor and then underneath his desk is just like there's no case there's just like a motherboard and it's on sitting on top of a graphics card and there's a a, a power oh. supply underneath That's it. That's literally the streamer equivalent of your parents tell you to clean your room so you shove that shit in your closet and under your bed <laughs> and be like, "That's it. That's yep. it. Right. The room is I'm clean." Done. Yep, I'm exactly. Done. If clean. chat doesn't sh- if chat doesn't see it, it's, it's clean. clean. Yo, yeah. well, that's like I mean, not to call us out, but I mean, that's essentially any sort of production in general. Like, yeah. anytime you do a production of any kind, I don't care if it's streaming or a live event or anything uh, like that, a musical, and some shit goes, any r- kind yeah, of some shit goes wrong in the, in the background, right? Like, something's oh, gonna yeah. go wrong in the background, whether you're missing a resource or somebody who should be doing something isn't doing something or someone's just literally not there. But if the audience doesn't know, then everything's like, fine. Everything went fine. That's yep. all. That, that's all that matters. The audience doesn't know that the streamer is sleeping on a foam pad under his desk. Everything yep. is okay. Exactly. Exactly. That is a specific so. call out to a very specific person. Oh, it's not me. <laughs> no, it's not. It's none of us here. I don't think he listens but to the it podcast. But a specific person. But if he did, he'd know it's Big about rude. him. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No. Uh, speaking of weird mold, I think Dio was in the middle of telling me about a really bad mold story. Yes. So we live in well, our... every mold story is a <laughs> every bad mold story. Yeah. We live unless in a... Not if it's a cheese, cheese story. We live yeah, in see, a... Yeah, unless it's cheese. Yeah, moldy cheese is okay. It's okay. Some not my favorite. Some people don't like that shit. The worst case yeah. scenario with moldy cheese is you cut the moldy bit off. No, we mean like blue cheese, honey. I know. Yeah, yeah. But still, <laughs> the worst case scenario when it comes to moldy cheese is you cut the moldy cheese off and the rest of it is great. Yeah, I don't think cutting the moldy piece out is going to is going to help in our our housing no. scenario. I mean, that's exactly what they have to do. <laughs> that's what they have to do, but they have to do a lot more than just that. They have to prevent the mold from coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um so for those who don't know, Angela and I live in a in a in a rental house. We we rent the top two floors of a house, and then there's a separate unit in the basement that we don't rent. And uh, we noticed a couple weeks ago, maybe like two weeks ago, that there was water dripping out of the ceiling um, where the kitchen is. And we were like, "What the heck is that? That's weird. It must be a leak." So we right above that is our bathroom, our upstairs bathroom. So we decided, well, we have two bathrooms. We won't use the upstairs bathroom just to see if the water's coming from there. The water did not appear to directly be coming from there because we didn't use any of the amenities upstairs for a week and there was still water dripping. If anything, it got worse. Yeah, it actually got worse. So it was like it, it, uh, us using the amenities is not what's causing this. to water actively dripping through the drywall. Yeah. So um, we we called our landlord. Landlord had a plumber come take a look at it. At it. Plumber carved a small hole into the ceiling to check, take a look. Did some caulking in the upstairs bathroom. Said, give the landlord a call if it continues. Well, it did continue, and it got worse. 
And the landlord came and take, took a look at it, and it's going to turn into an insurance claim. But basically, it's gotten so bad. So the way that our house is laid out, um, there's the kitchen, and uh, there's an, a back door like in that kitchen area that goes outside. That door is so swollen with water, like the door frame is so swollen with water, we can't, it's very hard to open, like, unless I, like, am full force pulling it, I can't get it open or closed. It'd be great if you could just kick the door open, but it's a French door, so, like, your foot would go through many panes of glass. Yeah, like, it's 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 impossible, so we just have been using the, the deck door. Thankfully, there's, like, a sliding deck door. We've been using that instead. But it's also not only dripping onto that wall, it's dripping down the opposite wall, which actually caught, like it caused, the way this all started was we noticed a painting fell off and it was very oh. weird that a painting came off the wall and it was because it was wet and the water had caused it to, to slide off the, the, the little hook that it was on. Like it loosened, it's the, the it's drywall, the drywall, the drywall the so the hook the came hook out. In. Yeah. The pin oh. came out. Yeah. Oh God. Woof. Um, but it, the, so that whole wall, wall is like swollen with water, but to make it worse, there's a light switch on that wall, right? That, that controls like the kitchen light and the dining you know, room has light. has electricity in it. Yeah. You know, has electricity. No big deal. And so a couple days ago, there was some brown liquid, uh, oh. that was dripping out from where that light socket was. <laughs> yeah. That just, just like, made it sound extra gross. There was brown put, put liquid yeah. just coming out like oozing out of and i'm like oh god yeah like just oh. hell yeah it looked like just like burnt molasses Ew. coming out of the light socket and i'm just like this is not good <laughs> like this is like bad and to make better check that we aren't in a silent hill game um i mean so no, far yeah, the no walls bleeding, but there is a global pandemic <laughs> the walls aren't bleeding they're, they're pooping Kevin, just, yeah, it's just I don't know. so extra gross when you say it like that. Yeah. Anyway, it's go on. So the bad. walls of IBS. And to make matters worse, so we have to wait for the the insurance company or wherever to send the people who are going to do the thing where they're going to take apart our our kitchen roof and we're not going to be able to use our kitchen for probably two weeks, if not more, while they figure out whatever is causing that leak and clean up all the stuff. Um, the hole where like the the original plumber cut to see if he could find the leak stinks like it smells mm. mildewy and wet because there's still yeah. water coming out which um, means they're probably going to have to replace all of the drywall that has gotten wet and they're yep. not going to be able to find it all insurance, until they right? rip it all out we do and none of our yeah, stuff have... has gotten destroyed so far so like we're not no but i mean like things like so are you able to file for something like because for example you can't use your kitchen but you want to make food i presume and not just eat out for two weeks or for weeks for that God would be ideal mm-hmm. right so i don't know if there's any sort of coverage for something like that because yeah. that doesn't really sound like an ideal situation for anybody where we can't know, eat yeah i don't know sense. yeah we're gonna have to yes. uh do some digging to, to find out up. what our options are but yeah. in the meantime our kitchen smells mildewy and there's a little Gross. mold spot growing Oof. in one part of the the no the ceiling Ew. drywall so it's just like fun Ew. this is Ew. this is real yummy Ew, no really no. yummy in here Mm-mm. Mm-mm, 2020 no. do be testing us in strange ways actually wow. yeah 2020 has been testing us in very strange ways because one of strange my favorite actors just, just passed ways. away yeah i think i think it's a lot of people's uh well like a very well recognized actor chadwick boseman uh well, I'm sure it's by this point 
very aware, like our community would be very aware of who he is. Um, the lead actor, King T'Challa of Black Panther. Yes. Uh, Jackie Robinson in 42, um, which kind of are very like iconic roles, uh, especially for um, a man of color to take and portray as well as he did. Um, and the guy passed away from, I believe, colon cancer, stage four Correct. colon cancer. Mm-hmm. Which and he was working while going through time. treatment. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, he's been. He's he was diagnosed in 2016 with stage three colon cancer and it progressed oh, to stage geez. four. So that means he's been filming and working and hiding it and sort of just being that kind of crazy epitome of strength. I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because the, he represents a lot. The one thing. That I think is like really good or like makes me happy is that because no one knew that he was ill, he passed away like in the announcement post from his family and from his estate. They they talk about how he passed away peacefully and he was with his family and they had time to make a statement about what was going on in a way that they felt comfortable and I like that that is the way, like, he got to go out with his friends and his family and the people he loved right. about, and he didn't on have to worry, terms, on right. his own terms, and he didn't have to worry about right. that being a thing that's, you know, being leaked to the, the tabloids against his consent or against his family's consent. Yeah, to the and, general public, I, it came out of nowhere, and that's... Right, and I and I, you got to give props to also just his friends and family. I don't mean yeah. anything in a bad way, like, like they were going to try to... Um, you know, publicize it in a way. Yeah, but the like, people who some, loved him it, respected grief, his wishes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, yeah, there's potential, there, there's a real potential for grief there and just sort of the stress. And I'm just sort of surprised that even then it didn't come out just offhandedly if, as a remark from somebody. Yeah. Um, like it, it was very like, oh, like the respectful thing he's going and loving. Or you know what I mean? Yeah. Right? So that was, that, that's really um, quite meaningful and quite amazing, I think. Yeah, he got to, you know, like, it's painful, and it's going to be painful for a lot of people everywhere, Mm because he was just such a, as as Jay was saying, he was such a rock for so many communities. He was an inspiring actor. Like, he was a great actor, he did so much for the communities he cared about. He was a good person. Yeah, he was just a good person. Like, I think someone had posted how, you know, there are photos of him from as, as, as recent as earlier, like, at the end of last year of him visiting patients in hospital as black Panther Mm -hmm. to, for kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you're visiting, you are sick with cancer and suffering and you're Mm -hmm. still taking the time out of your life to, to try and make a kid smile and a kid have a better time while they're going through a a hard experience. Like that's incredible. Yeah. No, he, who really was like, and I don't want to get too, I don't want to get political about this, but it's just such a, it's such a impactful Statement. thing that it, that it happened sort of at this time, you know, with with what his characters have like that he's played have represented who he is as a person and how he represented himself and sort of the global movements that we have seen that are involved uh, like that involve what his his portrayals, you know. Um, have all been intertwined and the fact that, you know, you, you lose some kind of that representation, that leadership. Um, it's definitely going to be hard. Year, it's just yeah. insane. 
It's yeah. it's going to be hard. I think people yeah. everywhere are grieving. I think especially for people who are like a part of the Black Lives Matter movement or feel very represented by the struggle, um, the black struggle that was represented in Black Panther. It just mm-hmm. it feels like a very personal blow and it's going to it's going to be tough. Especially, I think just in general, 2020 has been a testing year for many people in many ways. Um, this is going to be... The people who have per- persevered through this year, like, y'all need to be proud of yourself, because... Yeah. I, I, and I want to, as a, as, a, as a positive, and I don't mean this in, like, a shallow way, because I've, I've seen and heard it mentioned before by, like, actors and actresses across like you know any film production especially um but when they sort of when you have a role that requires you to sort of be aesthetically like powerful like so like they work out a lot they've got to bulk up get that really nice physique and stuff and because they're they're like you know i don't know how many opportunities i'm going to get uh, to get these kind of roles in the future and i'm kind of immortalizing myself on film um, so it's kind of nice that honestly he has like a super like Chadwick has a superhero role where he literally looks like the epitome of, of um, strength sort and of action, strength and power and action and, and, and resilience and all those like wonderful qualities. Like the dude looked fan fucking tastic in the Marvel films, right? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, he did put in the work. And again, he was filming and taking treatment and I don't know if you know anything about cancer treatment. It's not it easy. It takes a lot out of you. Yeah. It literally like, eats away at you. You lose you body lose, mass. You lose, you lose weight and not just that you lose fat. Like you lose muscle. Yeah. You lose exactly everything. So it's sort of like to see him, again, sort of immortalized in these amazing um, portrayals is just... It's a good way uh, that's, that's to be like, remembered, yeah. I think. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's a lot better than most of us will ever get, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I feel that. Right. Oof. Yeah. Mm. But uh yeah, I don't know. It's it's a little tough and it's pretty heavy and I like I, I can't even say that I'm specifically so affected, but I can see how much and it's like you can't heart, you can't help but feel for that, right? Yeah. You can't mm-hmm. help it. Like it just it's just as it's just you should, it's just you sad. should feel you should feel it's just sad and that's what it comes grieving down. is normal grieving is healthy right grieving is is good it's a good yeah. human process to go through and not one yeah. you should deny yourself yep yep anyway uh <laughs> on to more lighthearted topics yes oh um something that we're doing in the next little bit unfortunately nancy won't be able to join us because of the sun because I uh, will literally burst into flame. Yeah. Vampire. Man, a vampire. <laughs> Shh, don't tell the audience. I've been trying to get us I I try I've been trying to get people together and sort of enjoy more normal summer things because we haven't really had normal summer things. Indeed. Um with some friends I've gone out to a couple of small restaurants, you know, not at peak times and stuff, but just to try to have a meal together and chill. Um and something that um, I know Dio and Angelo just bought a raft, and they've yeah. already gone rafting a little bit, and we've arranged for another one uh, on an upcoming weekend here, rafting! so hopefully I'm that so works excited. out. I'm super looking forward to it. I actually. love rafting. It's We're like the going one fun buoyant. thing that you can do yeah. <laughs> over the summer in Calgary. It's amazing. It's my favorite. Wait, yeah. Angelo, did you just say you're getting fat? 
No, we're going to get buoyant. Whoa, rude. Isn't that basic? Okay. <laughs> rude. Rude. Uh, All I said is that our density will be less than that of the water we're displacing. In Indeed, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sure. Due to things like surface area. <laughs> what do you guys like to do when you're on the raft, other than obviously, like, you know, having good conversation? Fucking sit. Music. Music. So somebody brings a speaker? Yeah, a portable speaker is great. I love taking pictures. Yeah. Um, that's really fun. Um, Basking, just like taking in some of the sun. Yeah. Although it's already getting cooler, unfortunately, but just taking in some sun would be nice. I am so notorious. Every time I go rafting, I get at least like a 30-minute nap in. Guaranteed. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Well, rafting's like a rafting's a solid like two hours at least, right? Sometimes up to three. There's no reason why you can't. Get you can't a, have a nap. Snoozles. Yeah. You exactly. Get snoozles. Especially like you're out in the sun and like the way, like the the gentle like waves is not yeah. quite the white the right word, but like the flow of the river is gently kind of rocking you back and forth. It's nice. Oh, absolutely. You, you, I always get a nice nap in. I did. I did last weekend, and it was it was re- it was really good. Um, yeah, how was your how was your new raft by the way? It is good. awesome. I love it. It was a great purchase. Um, is it a Costco one? No, it is one from Canadian Tire. Uh, wow, came wow. in clutch. Uh, we so my dad really wanted to try rafting. He's never been, and I was like, okay. Oh. So we bought two three man boats, and we put my brother and my dad in one, and me and Angelo in the other. We bought both both of them at Canadian Tire. And you could definitely comfortably fit three people, but with two people in a three-man boat, it was luxurious. Yeah, it was really right. good. Um, it was super comfy. We, me and Angela had plenty of room to like stretch our legs and mm-hmm. and uh, just be relaxing. It, it had two. It came with two cushions for your bum, and it also had an attached bag, like a water bag, attached to the boat for you to put your stuff in. Yeah, like your cooler. What? Wow, this sounds yeah. really like super nice. And it had it came with the oars, came with the oars. Uh, yeah, it came with those paddles that are just well, like aluminum co- tubes. With, it like, usually the comes with those, like yeah, yeah. those. Uh, but they those had screw like, together's, right? screw together ones. But it was they nice. work well enough. It I'd had a like nice to get atta- some uh, wooden oars. It had a nice little attachment post for them and everything. Like I was like, this is just everything you need in a box to go and as enjoy a day on the river. As someone who's never been rafting, yeah, as a, as someone who's never been rafting, this this all sounds like really interesting. This is not something that I've ever had to think about. It's so You really fun. should. I like I wish you could join us. I don't like I don't know how bad it is for you and stuff, but I like, burn through regular windows. I burn through car windows. Yeah, but you I mean burn. windows are transparent. Put on some F SPS ninety. True. I wear I wear a really high sunscreen every day and I don't even leave the house anymore. Burns. Feels bad. Mm. Mm-hmm. Someday, maybe we'll just like wear a hat and a poncho. Yeah, I like. I, I feel like, like bringing bring a, a parasol on a raft is a really bad idea. No, no, no. I, a like a, like a proper cowboy no, hat, something wide brimmed, and then just like a, a a proper poncho, like a nice kind of a wool poncho that will reflect the sun but keep it off of you. Yeah, I don't know about a wool poncho. Yeah, I was gonna say more like wear... a raincoat type. No, of thing. like yeah, raincoats. Just, still no, breathe. not a raincoat. Uh, they have they have, but like in the same thing, like a plastic poncho, disposable one, but opaque instead of clear. Yeah, Probably. but yeah, it's super fun. I also like. I didn't do it any any last last um last weekend, but I also like to swim when uh 
We uh, oh. are rafting. Like I like to get out of the out of the raft and swim in the river. I guess, I, I'm yeah, too lazy for that. Boat. Like I, I, it's not that I absolutely won't, but I get too lazy. I I like it just I because um I have a really high uh, intolerance for chlorine, so I can't swim in like public pools most of the time unless I go oh, to a saltwater pool. Oh, fair enough. Pool. So it's like a so the yeah. river is like one of the rare times that I can like go swimming and I don't have to worry. And fair enough. if the time of year is right, like the water isn't abominably high, cold so you mm-hmm. can just oh, yeah. jump in and, and swim and enjoy and then when you're done you just hop back in the boat and dry off right right no that makes sense but yeah i'm super looking forward to our little trip down the river yeah, it's gonna uh, be so good i know a lot of folks have like made it some trips out to like Kelowna and and things that like that sounds really yeah. fun but so do you guys I bring snacks make time for yes that. yeah we bring because i know we're not allowed to drink like alcohol yeah, indeed. Um, so, so we bring tea. What kind Illegal. of snacks are are like the best ones for a raft? Because I imagine there's going to be a little bit of concern about stuff getting wet. Last weekend, we brought some Arizona iced tea just in a can, and uh, oh, yeah. we actually used our shoes that we left in the raft as a uh, as a cup holder. That was really good. <laughs> uh, but Honestly, beyond that, can... we didn't really have much idea yeah. for snacks. Like, we brought some bananas that we actually didn't even end up eating, but... And we had some chocolate mm. candies. Like, usually you bring, like, like road a trip... Ziploc. Yeah, you bring, like, a Ziploc, yeah. and you bring, like, road trip food. But mm. having that said, what kind of snacks do you think would be best that, like, wouldn't get wet? Like, a sandwich is obviously not good. Because a good sandwich will fall apart, the bread will get soggy if it gets splashed, uh... I, I, I don't think a sandwich is good <laughs> steak for... Steak dinner. We, we actually went out for a steak dinner after we got done rafting. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Where'd you go? Yeah. Uh, we went to a tiny little, um, like, a small restaurant called, called, called the, place. the Place. Yeah. In, uh, in, uh, that that in, is in bonus area, yeah. That's going to be really confusing. Hey, where'd you guys go for dinner? The Place. Yep. We went to The Place. That was yeah. actually oh, my first okay. uh, sit-down restaurant experience. In a long time. I think this year almost. I don't think I've been to a sit-down restaurant since... The last time would have been we did a team builder at my old job, and that was like sometime right. in February or January. I went, I went to a sit-down about, a, uh, about three weeks ago with Becca. Nice! Uh, we went to Kensington, um, Kim's Katsu. Oh, oh yeah, yummy! Really nice I haven't been there it's yet. A, it's such Me neither. it's such a small place. I would absolutely recommend that you order you go. You should take out. Uh, you should you should do a no. You should do a rezo. Okay, yeah. A rezo. Okay, like the the seating is far enough apart that there's no no problem of like crowding or anything. It's just that it's, it's just busy. That it's, it's popular. Tiny. Yeah, and it's so fairly how many tables are there, you know, Jay? Like. Eight. Oh wow! So yeah. Holy moly! Just a handful of people. So it fits. It fits essentially maybe twenty people. Hmm. It's tiny as hell, but the food is pretty good and like reasonable. Everything like it's tasty. It's fresh. That's good. So yeah. They do, goo. they do goo. Yeah, I I really want to go back to Jinya. I haven't been back to Jinya Ramen yet this year. Me neither. Ah. Uh, oh yeah, I went to. I went to Jinya with Bayfar like probably a month and a half ago. Oh, I want to go back. Um, we ordered we since we haven't been able to go to you and me. Angelo ordered you and me for us oh, last night as we had for dinner. Get? Right. Uh, we ordered we every kind of, of bao, lots of bao, Ooh, bao, many bao. 
And uh, we got some egg buns. It was actually my mom's uh, first time having one of those, and she thought it was fantastic. They're so good. Mm. I think the last restaurant I sat down at before everything shut down was uh, Nupo's grand opening. And then right after Ah. that, it was like, nope, everyone's staying in. It's like, okay. No more uh, restauranting. I think the last place I went to before restaurants closed... Or, like, before stuff shut down would have been... I think I went to um, Seoul Karaoke Bar. Oh, but I went yes. there to eat. Because uh, I used to work near there. So I would go and they had a lunch special. Mm-hmm. And oh. I would go get their... Be- At the time, I don't know if they still do. I hope they I hope they still do. Um, but um, I hope they survive. They uh, they stopped they being a, they stopped being an evening bar. And they started opening just before lunch. They would open at 11 every day. And they had right. uh, bibimbap. Um, spe- mm. on special for lunch. Well, that makes sense. They're day. in the heart of downtown. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, why not sense. open for lunch? Exactly. Even if they close in between lunch and dinner. Yeah, exactly. And and I, right. that's what they would do. And do they, it was great. Do they still have the giant carafts of soju during lunch hour? <laughs> yes, they do. You can oh. order them. <gasps> oh my God. I have, never, I have never ordered them because I'm like, how do I explain this to my coworkers that it's not juice? Oh, yeah. Um, but even if it tastes like juice, it is not. It's juice. not juice. No. Um, speaking of like Korean food as well, I um, not I haven't gone there. They don't. Do, they're even smaller <laughs> of a place. Um, but they're in Chi- they're in Chinatown. It's a Korean place called So Yummy, and ooh, I've been meaning to go there. Make, um, they have they have like sort of like bibimbap uh or like uh bulgogi lunch set meals which are really good and like a really good uh price and everything but they also do kimbap which is like the sort of korean sushi <gasps> yeah, roll snack those are so good and they're so good and i usually get them i'll order them for like skip to my work office because there's just something i can pick at but they're also super filling and tasty yeah i was about to say the only thing i've done is i haven't physically been to every single one but i've hit over the course of quarantine i've hit every single bubble tea franchise in the city damn at least once damn uh have you found any new favorites um i'm i i really like per tea um which is up in the southwest and i love like don't yell at me just opened and i love that place so funny i need to go Press try it. them just just on the name alone honestly both don't yell at me and presso tea are pretty fucking good they're really I'm good because they You're are right next to each other what? they're like 25 meters away in a straight line oh my yep. goodness they're, i hope in I the 75 like feet away there's enough market for them. them to both exist nah yeah well, it's um, it's it's kind of interesting because like presso tea is more of your like traditional like standard tea with boba, right? Like it's like yeah, and they're and they're really good for like fresh. Yeah, it's uh, like we're gonna give you fresh stuff. fruit slash fresh fruit tea and really nice boba. Yeah. And then don't yell at me is like your fancy like tea lattes, coffee lattes, yes. like. You're... But they're also not expensive. It's at not all. expensive. They're actually really? very yeah. reasonable prices. Yeah, it's very similar mm-hmm. pricing to Presso. It's just that you're not really gonna like if you go to high to don't yell at me, you're not gonna get like fruit tea, but you are gonna get like really high quality yeah. black tea, green tea, yes. white tea with like yeah. the brown sugar pearls, like the, the whole the whole Whereas, shebang. But if you go to Presso yeah, tea, yeah. you're not really gonna get tea lattes, but you are gonna get like no. 
peach 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 white tea and like your oh. passion like, yeah fruit. you're getting like floral and fruit stuff yeah espresso mm. tea and they're really nice like super cleansing feeling very refreshing mm. yes um, and then so when you like, want like a, it's, it's great to have both like basically five feet away from each other. Yeah, it and is. then I usually go, I usually go get a Viet sub nearby as well, and then I just and you're, book you're it just, on home. You're good to go. Yeah, yeah. my favorite thing super, from Presso is they have um, it's a, I think they have like a peach green tea that you can get or like yes, a peach oolong. Yes. yes, I love that with the white pearls, the jasmine pearls, so mm. good. And then from Don't Yell at Me, um, they have a tiramisu tea. Oh, oh. what? It is oh, God. amazing. Angela I got it with yeah. coffee jelly. And it it's was amazing. Best. Angela got it with coffee what? jelly, and it was just mwah, Chef's kiss. Beautiful. Are they? Are they on DoorDash? I'm just, yes, I'm they are like on right DoorDash. They are. Oh my goodness! I know what I'm doing tomorrow. <laughs> You're so welcome. Do it today. Cancel all Why my lunch plans. Tomorrow. I don't need these what you could do today and it's also really cute one thing that i really love about like all these little bubble tea franchises and stuff is um some of them will have like cafe food but the cafe food isn't like generic like bulk ordered cafe food it's it's bought from like local bakeries and stuff here in the city which is really cool because like we we went we went to um don't yell at me in person um the other night after a gaming session um, and I realized that they, they have crepe cakes there, but they also had macarons and the macarons <gasps> were from Olia, which is like just down the street on 17th. And I yep. love Olia. Yeah, that's on, that's in mission. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, it's not in mission. Olia. Oh, wait, no, that's a different no, one Olia that I'm thinking is of. Olia is on, technically it's on 16th and. Yes. It's uh, on 16th, 7th. 16th and 7th. Yeah. Right. Where that like giant bridal shop is. I'm aware, yes. I'm aware of all the all the places. Because you are. It is no, I was thinking of a different one. Yes, there is another bakery in Mission that I know that you're thinking of that I want to yes. visit at some point. I think I think one of the other bubble tea places here in the Southwest gets their crepe cakes from that bakery. Oh. Yeah. Well, time for a lady date. Yep. And I just think I don't know. It makes me really happy to see like all these little businesses and franchises in the city, like working together and collaborating with each other and, and stuff like that. Like that to me is, mm-hmm. is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff. Is I, exciting. uh, I've been trying to, I've, okay. So I, and I know Dio's, uh, aware of this, uh, particular sub Reddit. Uh, am I the asshole? <laughs> oh my I'm favorite! My and I want to bring favorite. this up real because it's like re- related to sort of like food and quarantine food in a, mm-hmm. in a manner of speaking. So here's the thing: I'm always willing to tip a restaurant. Okay. I don't have like uh, I don't have too many problems tipping restaurants, servers, blah blah blah. Like it's not an issue. Tipping in general is not an issue. Like I'm I'm just I'm definitely cool with the idea of tipping, and it's not a financial problem. I don't like tipping delivery drivers. Oh, I think. Or like okay. skip orders, doesn't matter. Or whatever delivery it is, whatever delivery service, Uber Eats, Skip, uh, DoorDash, whatever. Okay. I just don't like tipping them. I tip maybe, like I'll, I'll usually tip the 10%, which is like the The minimum like or whatever the thing option. that it offers you, which right. I think is fine. I think, okay, so mean answer. I think you should tip them. And the only reason is... Because, unfortunately... I've made skip drivers drive when there's two inches of snow on the road. 
Yeah, but that's different. I, I think Jay, I think Jay means like <laughs> under typical, normal circumstances. Under normal circumstances, and I think you still yes. should tip them under nor- normal circumstances, because unfortunately we live in tipping culture, which is where the reason that you have to tip people, like the reason you have to tip, is because they're not making they're not making enough money, enough money from, from the from the company. From the company. Right? It's the same thing yeah. as like why do you tip your waitress? The waitress isn't yeah. entitled to minimum wage, and similarly, the driver isn't in- entitled to minimum wage. So for the convenience of having my order, I tip them. I'll usually tip them, like, the recommended amount, like, or, like, the minimum sometimes. Like, if if I know th- right. that, like, it's not a huge deal, like, and the minimum is still something decent, like, it's a small order, um, and there's no real negligible difference, I'll tip the smallest one. But I usually tip the recommended. If it's, like, a really bad, like driving day like the weather is terrible then i'll tip the maximum amount because it's like okay you're you went through right. hell and a half to get this to me but in general i always tip because i know those people aren't getting paid a proper living wage so if i don't tip them they're maybe just going even doing my delivery right but here's the thing here here's the reason why i don't tip very well to delivery drivers is because I'm going to make the assumption that for the most part, um, they're not super new at it. Like they sort of know what they're doing, more or less where they're going. Um, but it's things like you don't. I typically don't get great customer service from a from a delivery driver. I'm not asking for like the world here, by the way. I'm just mm-hmm. asking for like usually a hello, and here's your food. And if you're, like, late, maybe a sorry or a <laughs> give me a quick reason for why they're late. Like a phone call or something. Or or, or text message or even just when you arrive at the door with the food, just being like, like, hey, there's traffic. Something got screwed up. Like, at least tell me something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've actually had really Alternatively, good another thing that I hate is that they do have problems just sort of... Uh, like you can see them on the live delivery tracker of where they're sort of coming in from, and like sometimes they end up spending like twenty minutes between bringing your food. Like the, the they have the food, and then they're driving, and then they stop driving, and the food is cold. And then you're like, what's happening? And you just yeah, don't because know. I've seen I that happen. Expe- yeah, that's like, like, true. I'm just saying that it's not that I will not tip delivery drivers. I just don't think that the general sort of I think you don't want you don't like the idea that you have to you have to tip before you receive the service. So I want to talk about that. That's also a thing. And this is a counterpoint to everything Jay's saying. This isn't a tip. It's a bribe. For you. You are not tipping people on this. There's no You're telling them this is the money. I want you to get mine. Over the other order that came up. I want you to get my order. Not the other five orders that are showing up right now. I want mine to show up there. This is the bribe money for you to take my order. That's also, really what's I'd going like on. I would to not true. trample all over my lawn when you do it too. That would be true if it wasn't for the fact that most of the times I order at like late times, let's say. and Even more so. Un- it's a bribe. If someone's no, not actively out delivering, no, because then it'll get them they off can their be in and out of service at any time they want to be. Right. So therefore, but as a result, they are already taking it on. There are very few other orders at the time of day at which I am ordering. I, I can pretty I think, much assure you. I think that actually benefits Angela's argument because 
I will say that your assumption is only half right, which is that most of them aren't actually professional drivers. Like they don't, if you sign yes. up to deliver for DoorDash, Uber Eats, Skip the Dishes, whatever, you don't like get any formal training. Um, the companies themselves don't insure your vehicles. Like it's your own private vehicle. They're like, yeah, they're like, insurance. don't steal the money and don't steal the food. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and so the company doesn't really like owe you much. So as a result, you don't have like, the good news is you don't have sec- set working hours. The bad news is if you're not willing to potentially be available 12 hours a day to do deliveries, you might not make enough money to go to make a profit based on how much driving you did and how much vehicle maintenance and gas and all those other things are going to cost you over the lifetime of, of doing skip the dishes or, or doing door delivery, even part time. And that's the other thing is a lot of people do it from, I I actually had a really interesting conversation with a a guy um, who was, um, not a skip driver, or he he did both skip driving and Uber driving. He did both. Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me that he does both part time. So he works a regular forty hour a week job, and then on the weekends he does um, skip the dishes, and he does both Uber driving and skip the dishes at the same time on yeah, the weekend. Sense. Um, and that's how he makes extra income. And I was like, oh, that's really, like, interesting. Um, but, yeah, they don't really get a great wage. And, like, it sucks. Because I don't think the problem is the drivers providing service or the people ordering something wanting, like, to not have to pay a bunch of extra money for something to be delivered to them. I don't I don't think the issue is there. I think the issue is, like, the culture of tipping, I just think, is a bad thing. I think... It's oh, I absolutely. Agree. I, I just think I it's bad agree with that statement. from a fundamental purpose that if someone is doing a delivery, like that's a job that if someone is doing a work, if that someone right, is doing period. work, that work deserves to be compensated in a fair way. And to me, fair way, if yes. you by the employer, by the employer, like it yes. shouldn't be that to be. Yeah. Let us clarify yeah. that. Like, you know, it, that shouldn't just be, to be very specific. That shouldn't be a burden on the consumer directly. That shouldn't no. directly be a burden on the consumer. That shouldn't directly be a burden on the restaurant. That should be if skip the dishes wants to be the delivery service and the intermediary between the customer and the restaurant, they need to be responsible for those costs. And then they need right. to figure out how if if it's going to cost me this much extra money to pay my drivers a proper wage. How do I market that as a restaurant and say, hey, it's going to cost you this much money to use right. me as a delivery service? Here's why it's worth wanna, it for you to spend yeah. that money. How many other yeah, industries I, do I, as the con- consumer, have to think about how much the employees make? Like, if I go to Walmart, I know the employees I mean, are making generally minimum speaking, wage. You never have to think about how much the. But I don't have to think about make. it. But if generally I'm going speaking, to, you if don't. I'm going to like a restaurant, if I'm getting uh, uh, takeout, like if I'm getting a delivery. Then I have to start thinking about, well, how yeah. much does the employee make? That's kind of bullshit. I feel like it's only the service industry specifically, actually. It is. Well, it's the like, service you industry. don't tip Pure Later, guys. They're doing the exact same job. <laughs> That's true. You, you don't, don't tip yeah. Canada Post. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You don't like leave extra stamps um, in your mailbox. From a them. financial, from a from a financial standpoint, uh, two like I have two things to say about that. Having visited countries where uh, tipping isn't a thing, and yeah. also. Uh, taxes are just integrated into the price that you see. Oh yeah, super useful. I don't care. Like, like even I, it's for way Alberta, better. where it's like you can you only have to calculate for five percent. 
it's just even better to not have to calculate for 5% and see that X item is $2. X item is $10.50. X item is however much money. To, I've heard that's how much money. I don't think that we're insane. I don't care that the item is $10 if I have to pay the 50 cents anyways, right? Like, yeah. Like, that's fair. It, it bothers me too. It's like, I just, like, I, I am in the same boat as Angelo. I don't really like going to restaurants and things like that because I don't like knowing that, like, hey, this person who is doing a job doesn't get a wage or a salary the same way I do. Right. Because for some reason, their work isn't considered valuable enough to be worthy of, of that by society which is weird society. Um, well no not by society by, by the expectations that corporations have set. yes that that's a better that's way a, to say it yes by the expectations because, because the truth is that most of our society at least canadian society i would like to believe values we do workers. like the ability we, we yeah we, we value people for the most part right we understand the value of work we understand the value of someone's time that being said we are still a capitalistic uh, society, which means that somebody's losing money so someone else can make way more money. Yeah, exactly. That's how that works. Which I think, I think um, it, that's just the frustration. And and, 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 and my, second, my second point, and it goes back to the actual delivery thing and skip the dishes, for example, is that Skip or Uber or whoever else you order from, they, t- they have a huge overhead on the, there's like that service charge on top. Yeah, the, exactly. I don't think the delivery driver really sees much of that. No, I don't think they do um, at all. Per order or whatever. And I know that like, I think it's like Uber Eats. It's like 10% of, of whatever your, you order. order. Yeah, which is crazy to me. Yeah, which is insane. It's not even a flat rate anymore. It's 10% of your order, which is like, bitch, that money, some of that money better be going like at least two or three or 4% of that better be to going the to driver, the driver. Like driver the person the who place, actually right? does the work. Exactly. But yeah. that didn't used to be a problem because restaurants used to have their own delivery drivers, yeah, which yes. meant that they controlled the, the the flow of income and controlled the flow of payment to the worker. And of course, they could still screw over their delivery driver if they wanted to. But, but at least it's not like systematic across, across all, of these, all providers of these providers and things going like through yeah. delivery systems and all this yeah. stuff. So it's even worse. And I, like I said. I'm asking if I'm the asshole because I don't necessarily feel good about it, but I do wish that the quality of some of the service I was re- I was getting is better because that's when I'm happier to tip because that's the point of the tip. Right, the tip you want the tip yes. to be a, a tip to be a reward. It's a thank. You want it to be a thank going above and, and beyond. Yeah. yeah, for going above yeah. and beyond the standard and, expectations. And I will happily remind people that I was raised in the food service industry. I am very well aware of the, the fact of what, what tips mean. A tip represents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying. So I have a question for you. Tips Jay. happen after service. It's a bribe. <laughs> Usually. Um, so question for you, Jay. How does it make you feel when someone drops off their food, and the first thing they say to you is, "Please leave me a five star review." Oh, I've never, I've had, never had that. I've never experienced that. I would be. And really I mean, frustrated. Frustrated. the dishes only has thumbs up or thumbs down. Interesting. And I also, like, yeah, I, I, I don't really, I don't get that request often at all. Um, it, or I say often at all. I've never gotten that request, so I don't know. if Even in a hypothetical, I don't really know what I would do immediately because I would probably honestly just weigh it against 
my expectations, which are fairly low expectations. Like in an Uber ride, would it be like, did you get me here? Did I die? No. Like, <laughs> exactly. like I don't care if you have, I, I, I kind of don't really care if you have like hand sanitizer, a phone charger, TV screen. Like I'm just looking the primary purpose Did you get me? was to get me from here to here or get me a service or product or whatever it was. Did you do it in a timely, professional manner? Yes or no? If it's yes, I would probably just give you the five because like, that's, my, that's my standards. That's why I ha- but again, that's the problem I have with the expectation for tipping, which is if you're only doing the baseline, I don't feel obliged to pay you more. But if you were the Uber driver with a better car, with the better stuff, then I would tip you more because you have provided more. Yeah. Like that's the, that's all that that's all that really matters to me. Yeah. I think it's the frustration I think I think your frustration just boils down to the fact that you're not the expectation isn't on you to give the tip as a reward for good service. The expectation is set by society and by corporations for you to give a tip yes. as a decent human being. <laughs> right. Yep. And, basically. and again, it absolutely comes down to companies play your fucking employees. Yes. Yep. It's not that I pay and, and people. If that means I have to pay. If that means I have to pay another 50 cents or a dollar on a fucking hamburger. I'm not upset so about yet. that. I'm upset when you make me pay the extra 50 cents on the hamburger and then you lay off half your employees. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure we can end on that note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm actually happy that Mike we got to drop. talk about it. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, Dio. Yeah, thanks You're for having me. Uh, I was actually going to say, um, I think we're going to be doing uh, the fall preview episode pretty <gasps> soon here. Woo. So we'd love to have you on. Yes, we love um, Weeaboo Cartoons. I, and we'll, Yes, and we have some new things that we're incorporating into the podcast. Secret, secret. It is less than 20 days to fall. But it'll be good. Yep. There's less than 20 days of summer left. We're almost out of this. There has been. No, seasons don't exist. It's just been Corona. Yep. Yeah. That's the entire season. Yeah. Pandemic season. Yep. So, Mm -hmm. it's been all right. But anyways, I'll see a few of you pretty soon in real life. Yeah. Uh, also hope to see, actually i hope to see everybody because i'll be going to the uh cardboard gundam build along and that'll be fun just to hang around and chill um go into jay into cardboard yeah. yes or should we say upgrade uh, jay with cardboard yes um maybe both at the thank same you so time much for listening yes uh we'll see you around soon enjoy the rest of your summer if you can and thank you for listening as always this is angelo signing out see you later i'm dio good night everybody